dive into the 2022 recap of what we accomplished at Nomadicare and yeah and the outlook what we are planning on doing for 2023 for Nomadicare and I'm here as always with Jacob my husband and business partner at Nomadicare and it'll be fun to hear from him because he is the builder and the one that makes a lot of the tech and the improvements that we've seen last year and what we're going to do this year. And then to start out with, we're going to talk big picture about what Nomadicare is just in general. And then we'll talk about these cool new features we're going to pull out. So yeah, for any new people listening for the first time, somebody who kind of had dipped their toes in Nomadicare, maybe even someone who's used Nomadicare and didn't really know what it was. Yeah, true. Yeah. So Nomadicare is a, a company that I started in 2014, which blows my mind that it's coming up to be 10 years. Wow. I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around that. It means I'm getting old. <laughs> and <laughs> You should have done the cricket one on that one. <laughs> yeah, more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but what it is at its core is it's a place for travel healthcare workers to come and to get empowered so through education learning how the industry works and then big time through transparency so i started nomadicare to solve the problem of this lack of transparency and the lack of good honest education in the industry so the transparency thing was me going into a job as a travel ot another travel ot starting the same day as me us chatting like travelers do and i find out that traveler was making $400 a week more than me. That's bad enough, but what's worse is we were working for the same exact staffing agency. We just had different recruiters. And that was the first time in my career, and that was a couple years into being a travel OT, I even realized, oh, recruiters are salespeople. Oh my gosh, I was supposed to negotiate. Wait, I don't even know how much I'm supposed to get paid. Because what we are supposed to get paid or could get paid in California will be different than Texas or Ohio. And so with that, though, there was a complete lack of transparency. Back then, there was zero job boards, no way to see what people were paying before you got a job offer. And it was very confusing. So with that, I created a few different things. One, we needed honest recruiters. So I had the vetted recruiter program that I started early on. And now it's super cool um, because essentially you as a travel healthcare worker, come on, you fill out this form that tells us all the information about what you're looking for. And then us now today, thanks a lot to Jacob, is a tech company where all of our company partners were able to pull in their jobs with our technology and see who actually has jobs where. So if you want to get to a specific location, you need to be with certain companies. One company is going to have a lot more jobs than another company. So that's almost like tier one. Find the company that has jobs where you want to go because not all of them do. And we can see who has the direct contracts in different places. Then tier two is that recruiter problem. You want the right recruiter inside that company in order to know that you're going to get paid fair and have a good relationship. So we do the company vetting, and then we vet the recruiters inside the company. So even inside one company, some recruiters fail our interview, some pass. So that's our custom vetted recruiter matching. That's my favorite thing. And then we, on top of that, we have a ton of stuff for the 
purpose of empowerment and the purpose of education and tools that we'll get more into, you know, on this episode to talk about some of the stuff we built last year that we love so much. But big picture, Nomadicare is a place to learn what you're worth, to learn how to negotiate and to even get connected with the right company and recruiter for you. Yeah, I mean the you you spoke to the the core product of Nomadicare, which is the custom recruiter matchmaking. Nomadicare also has so much data, having all those jobs, knowing mm-hmm. all the pay packages, knowing all the locations, partners that we have for housing data and licensure data. Right, we're able to bring all this data together and tell a story. Right, some of my favorite products too are the supportive products to the recruiter matchmaking, like the pay tools, you know, the fair mm-hmm. pay calculator, the pay comparison tool. There's so much data that exists in travel healthcare and we help bring it together and help you see it because with data you can make better in informed decisions and in and honestly know when you're getting paid fair it increases that whole transparency layer right transparency is such a buzzword in this industry every staffing agency will be like we are transparent the next time an agency says that say why (laughs) yeah and and you'll 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 be shocked because it's usually not tied to something it's just a buzzword yeah concrete "Mm, yeah yeah. transparent means like we'll be honest with you it's like well show me like show me right now i don't want to fill out a form i don't want to do this just like tell me yeah and that's what nomadicare is transparency is one of the core parts of this business and technology can make transparency less of a buzzword and more of a reality, right? And so, yeah, just like super pumped about the tools that we're planning on launching, the improvements that we're planning on launching. And also, yeah. too, like I'm super proud of what we have done, not only in the past, but, you know, this last year was a big year for us. Yeah, so. it was. And I'll do one kind of example, like thinking of a traveler to see this in real life, like what could transparency mean? One thing is not having to trust someone as far as like not having to trust your recruiter. If you're asking where should I go next or things like that, you can actually see the data for yourself, almost like you're your own recruiter and best career advocate because you can see all the data from multiple companies. So one thing could be like, if you're like, man, I don't know where to travel to next. There's many things you'll consider. Do I have a license? Where do I have licenses already? What places have licenses that could come in quickly and be cheaper or more expensive? So you have to figure out that as well as maybe you would want to put in cost of housing and living because some places might pay a lot, but then there's not very many houses there or there's not houses that are pet friendly if you have a pet or it's just so expensive that you might as well go somewhere that pays less, but the houses are cheaper. And then you want to see where the jobs are actually are because just because you want to go to a place doesn't mean that the market supports that so you need to see where the jobs actually are and that's a lot of data you have to consider to answer the question where should I travel to next where would have good opportunities and then Nomadicare it's not like we would just tell you you would you can literally go in and see this for yourself and be like oh okay I know where to go next and so I think with Nomadicare what we really want it to keep coming more and more is the place that travelers are able to go to between each of their assignments or even while they're on an assignment to help plan where they're going next, where's good, what they should be getting paid. Because, of course, you can see all the pay packages up front on Nomadicare and not just have to, like, trust me, even me or you or a recruiter. Just see it for themselves and use those tools. Yeah, I'm a technologist at heart, right? And I love creating tools that give people superpowers. And the best part about Nomadicare is the vast majority of our tools, it's not like you are required to work with a Nomadicare recruiter. Like we understand, like (laughs) people have other 
people they work with, right? There are so many tools that you can use regardless of where you find your recruiter, what company you work with, like pay, right? doesn't matter where you work with. You can know if you're going to pay fair regardless of the person you work for, housing, furnished rentals, right? (laughs) It does not matter where you work with or who you work for. Licensure, like you were saying, we want to provide tools that give travelers superpowers regardless of where you find your recruiter or agency. But we also want to provide that tool too because that's such a huge part of your journey. I feel right? like it's such a make or break it to have the right recruiter and it the totally right companies. Yeah. But we're not trying to like box you into this. Like mm. the vast majority of people just like statistically, right? Use Nomadicare not to find a job, right? <laughs> they use it to see if they're getting paid fair. They use it to kind of compare where you see where the jobs are, right? To see what the average pay is for jobs. Kind of like track the progress. Okay, where in the country do I want to go? How much should I earn? What is the licensure process? And is housing even an option there, right? Oh, it's so empowering yeah. to have all that information at your fingertips. Yeah. It's so I like, I'm so excited. I, I mean, it's, sometimes it's surreal that we created this. It's like truly what I wish I had had when I started traveling that none of it was out there for me. Yeah. I feel like I was going at it so blind. And then it's really cool that we were able to create tools like that. Yeah. You I mean, know? we ask, we ask the question all the time, does this provide value to the traveler who's going to use it? And if it doesn't, why build it? Yeah, we wouldn't. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like it, it, if it doesn't provide value, don't use it. And also you should get your recruiters through us. Yeah, but you can yeah. still use our stuff even if you don't. But you should. Yeah. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by Nomadicare. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, cool. So can we dive into the cool new stuff? What we're super proud of? Kind of recap 2022, which holy crap was one of our craziest years yeah let's dive into the recap of 2022 yeah starting with some staffing endeavors yeah so 2022 we got to dip our toes into two different kinds of staffing one was direct staffing some therapists in clinics you know normal 13-week contracts learn a lot more of that because we got to play around with it and then we did staffing for strikes we actually ended up doing multiple strikes last year And the biggest one was that Minnesota strike, which ended up being historical. The biggest strike in U.S. history ever. 15,000 nurses. 15,000 nurses striking at one time with all of their hospitals. I feel like in the whole state were striking at once. And we got to be one of the companies to bring the replacement staff in. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to go into it. It literally deserves its own episode, and I think we will do a. An we'll episode. do behind the scenes. Yeah, of the strike. We'll, we'll, oh my um, god! Uh, to use a phrase of one of my favorite podcasters, Kim and Aaron, Kim the <laughs> Trapsess podcast. Kim has the thing where she goes, "I'm um, spill the tea" or whatever. I love that little like. Yeah. I, I giggle every time she says it, and so yeah, I want to spill the tea on on behind strike. the scenes of the strike we, because yeah. strike nursing is so di- okay. Travel healthcare is so different than being a perm person, right? And strike or crisis, the whole like world is so much different than travel. It's mm-hmm. like completely different. So if you've never done a strike contract, it's night and day compared to a travel contract. Same way that travel contract is night and day compared to a PRN versus night and day compared to a perm yeah. position. Like they're totally they're different. So different. Things, and strike yeah. nursing is like I'm trying to think of a, a politically correct like way to say it, but it's almost like travel healthcare like on cocaine, right? It's like it's so <laughs> amped up. Right? It's just so fast, chaotic, crazy yeah. uh, for everybody involved, right? For the clinicians, whether they're nurse or allied, the staffing agencies, the hospitals, the nurses going on strike, it's just chaos. And everyone's at like level 10, right? And you never know if it's going to happen or not. 
um, strikes cancel or settle 90% of the time. Right. So everybody puts all of that work in just to have it canceled. Mm. And so to have one called is just like chaos, right? Yeah. It deserves its own podcast. Yeah. I'm definitely going to little adrenaline rush. So I think for this podcast, where we're more talking about nomadic care and all the things we did. I think we can say big picture for how that impacted 2022 for us as a company is it ended up taking up a lot more of our year than we expected. And we'll go into the behind the scenes in its own episode, but just kind of timeline wise, we thought that strike was going to happen in July. Yep, That's when it was planned to. And we said, yeah, cool. Sounds good. And then month after month, after month, after that, they neither settled or called it. So and we, so we're, we started working on it like what? April. April. Yeah. Yeah. To prepare for the July one. Yeah. And, and then it just keeps going and going and going. And what's happening at the same time is I and getting more and more pregnant. So, I mean, same amount of pregnant, but farther <laughs> along in the pregnancy. I was always a pregnant. Anyway, I'm pregnant during this year, and my due date was on Labor Day in September. Yeah, September you're, spo- 5th you're or supposed to have a peaceful, calm, <laughs> beautiful pregnancy with... Uh, and the strike was supposed to be long done in July, yes. so it would not be on our radar at all during the third trimester end yeah, of my pregnancy. Yeah. Well, turns out the strike was called... And it was called to start the day of my due date. Yes. Which was absolutely insanity. And so Leo came a week late, thank goodness. So I ended up working that last week like crazy because you don't really sleep during the strike weeks. But also with that, it kept us in the staffing world a lot more than we probably even expected to be throughout the entire year. Because you have to keep re-recruiting, keep re-credentialing over and over and over again as it goes on and on and on. So that was a surprise for us. Also incredible. I mean, hard experience. It was so hard, but oh my gosh, the incredible things we built out of that, the tech that came out of us doing a strike, how much we grew and learned. Like we learned so much in the staffing world and literally what we built, I am so proud of. And it's what we get to carry over into next year. A lot of the stuff we built for the strike, we get to bring some of that to the travelers for next year. But I feel like we matured a lot as a company in the tech that we have on the back end this year. Yeah. With the strike, like I was saying earlier, it's like so chaotic and so fast paced, right? And typically like, hey, let's build this new tool. Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll think about it. We'll do some research. We'll talk to customers. We'll, we'll build it, we'll test it, we'll ship it, we'll do a beta, which is like kind of give it to a small number of people and see how it works and fix the bugs and do this. And then then we'll launch it. With the strike, it was like, okay, there are 10,000 nurses that need a credential for these spots. How do you collect their documents? How do you tell them what is required? How do you get them to apply to the position you want? And we had like 48 hours to figure it out. Yeah. Like you condense something that takes 10 weeks into two days. Yeah. Right. And so how do you get it out? How do you ship a product to thousands of nurses and hope that it doesn't break? Right. <laughs> like you can't tell people like, hey, go apply here. And then it doesn't work or go upload your document. Yeah. And so you start doing things and you realize, oh, that doesn't work. Have to change it. And so having the change on the fly constantly. We talked about, you know, or uh, um, the resumes, right? We were just collecting resumes from nurses. Then turns out every nurse has a different resume, right? <laughs> Which every- we, of course, we knew different uh, nurses had different resumes. And every other staffing agency was also just collecting resumes yeah. as they come in. I think what was shocking is as now the one that is responsible for reading that resume and deciding if you can send them to the hospital and you have to be able to see 
certain things, you know, how much experience they have. Do they actually work in this unit? What are their um, certifications? And I mean, 80% of those resumes would be missing something. They were shockingly terrible, big picture. Some of them were great. Most of them junk. Yeah, And then say like, okay, cool. Just cherry pick the best resumes, right? Some resumes, the certifications were at the top of the resume. Some were at the bottom. Some mm-hmm. were in the middle. Yeah. Uh, like they're all over the place. So then put yourself in the hiring manager's shoes, right? The person actually got to figure out, is this nurse a great position or a spot for this position? Well, where do you find the certifications? If you literally have to read 500 resumes a day, well, you're literally just scrolling through pages. Where are the certs? And if where? you don't find them quickly, you just move on. Yep. And that person could have been a perfect yeah. fit. It's a numbers game when you're talking about strikes, strikes yeah. that many people, thousands, tens of thousands of applications to fill 15,000 spots. It's survival, right? And so we had to figure out ways to build technology where things were standardized and the resumes were the same. And so all of that technology we can port over to Nomadicare, right? We can like bring over to the travel healthcare world, which is a slower pace, but now we can make Nomadicare better for our travelers so that yeah. they have more success when they are applying to a totally. job. Totally. I mean, how exciting is that? We actually got to see legit the back end of yeah. how travelers or strike workers, I mean, either we saw both how they're actually selected and the things that the hiring managers actually will skip someone that could have been a good candidate. Mm-hmm. And then for us, we were getting that feedback from our contact and everything and being like, man, I wish the resumes were just exactly like this. So we could just look here, look here, select, select. And it's one of my most proud things because literally, I mean, this was early days too. We had so much energy because it it hadn't gone on for months and months. (laughs) But me and Jacob were like, let's do it. Let's make a resume builder and do it exactly how the hospital wants. And we did. And it was exactly how the hospital wanted it. And guess what? A ton of our nurses got picked yeah. Over and over and over again because the hospital knew, look here for certs, look here for this. And they'd be like, check, 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 you're in. And they ended up loving reviewing our candidates because we gave them exactly what they wanted. And we built that. You yeah. built that in less than two days. Yeah. And that's just, and we shipped it and it didn't, it really didn't break. Like it was, it worked great. And it was that and a lot of other tech like that, that we were like, okay, here's our problem. Let's just go build it. And we didn't overthink yeah. it. And we didn't, yeah, like spec it out for weeks and weeks. And then honestly, most of the time it really didn't break. A lot of times we just got new information from the hospital and had to change it or something. But like, it was amazing. And so we grew a lot and now we've got some cool tech and now we know, okay, this is what hiring managers need. We could bring that into the traveler world and then give our travelers that use nomadic care such a leg up by giving them like these standardized resumes that work better. We gave our strike nurses a competitive advantage compared to the competition. Yeah. And we could bring that same competitive advantage to the healthcare travelers on nomadicare.com, right? Yeah. Like the, core, yeah. the core product. And so, yeah, I'm, just, I'm super pumped to bring some of that technology over. Me um, too. You good with the strike? Yeah, that's, I think that's okay. enough of the teaser of the strike. We'll go into the deep dive behind the scenes because it's so interesting, but that's enough for probably like the overview for the yeah. strike, yeah. So some of my personal favorite products we launched in 2022 are our pay tools and our job tools, right? On the job tools, there's the marketplace. This is where you compare multiple jobs for multiple agencies. It's a great way to kind of like who's paying the most or who has direct jobs that are not VMS. Like it's a great way to see the market all at once. It's yeah. probably, you and know, where are the jobs? jobs. Exactly. It's probably 90% of the jobs that are available, right, are on that website. So you can kind of see everything and you filter by 
specialty setting this that right you can get the whole kind of picture and kind of build your own like list you know so think of like you've seen like recruiters post a random list on facebook right well imagine that but you get a personalized list exactly to what you're looking for that's the marketplace and so we also have the ability to create job alerts which on a ground level sounds simple right let me know when a job gets posted and so I wanted to really like take a, a unique approach to it. And so our job alerts are a little bit more educational than you might see somewhere else. So you can create your same kind of alert, right? You go, hey, I want to track OT jobs in California, Wisconsin, Texas. And what we do is we summarize that data in one simple little email that goes, hey, here's how many jobs are available, OT California. Here's the average pay for those jobs. There are 32 jobs with the average pay of 1927 per week. Click here to go view them. And then we can go, boom, build that list personalized for you as soon as you click that button. So that's really cool, right? And then what we heard from our community was like, hey, I really love the ability to see a specific job like OT in Wisconsin, but by outpatient or by skilled nursing because setting and therapy is such a huge factor, right? Outpatient versus skilled nursing versus a hospital job versus home health, they're totally different roles, right? And someone could have a totally different preference. That was one of the very first things we launched in 2022 was the ability to filter by setting on the job alerts. So you can kind of break it up and you can create multiple job alerts all in one kind of like personalized digest. And so you can have like, hey, I want to know all the jobs, all the OT jobs in Wisconsin, but I also want to know just the OT skilled nursing jobs in Wisconsin. And if I go to California, I just want to do schools in California. So just show me the OT school ones in California. And then over in Florida, I, I want to be in a hospital system in Florida. So show me the hospital jobs in Florida. Like no recruiter can do that for you, right? Like it's so much work, manual work for a recruiter to keep people up. I always think when we build a product, it's like what problem are we solving, right? Oftentimes, Travelers don't have access to these jobs. They have to go through their recruiter, right? The recruiter is the one that's telling them about openings or pitching them jobs, right? Yeah. But then you got to think of like the recruiter. They have maybe dozens, 30, 40 people on their desk, right? People that they're actively staffing. Well, honestly, like hundreds, if you include the people that are just job searching and yeah. not in an assignment. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking like on assignment. So I, I break it down, right? So maybe they have like 30, 40 people on assignment. Then they have 200 people that they are actively trying to place. And then hundreds of other like, quote unquote, leads that come from like, other sources, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like, so they have so many travelers, like hundreds, maybe thousands of travelers that are expecting Jane Smith to tell them about jobs. Well, guess what? Jane Smith is never going to tell you about every single opening, let alone break down the number of jobs, the pay, the setting. Like, And so really what job alerts do is it lets you like say goodbye to unresponsive recruiters, right? It kind of lets you automate that role of the recruiter, but gives you the power to see the jobs and like see the pay and make a decision. Hey, do I want to see this or do I want to apply to this role or these sets of roles? It's also great for just tracking stuff, like in, in tracking the trends over time, right? Even if you're on assignment to be like, you know what, like I'm on assignment right now in California, but I really want a home health job in Maine, but I know it's really rare. And so I just want to track how many actual jobs are in Maine and what do they pay? Yeah. So you can kind of like automate the role of the recruiter knowing that that recruiter's busy. And even like the best recruiters can't provide personalized individual attention to every single traveler, right? 
a human can't well, do they, it. Yeah, I mean, they'll do the best they can, but you do have to be in kind of their inner circle. They can't do it for all hundreds and hundreds. Hundred percent. The other thing is each recruiter only has the jobs they have, and the Nomadicare job so board true. has jobs from like lots of agencies. So you're not just talking to one recruiter with one set of jobs. And you also see what you want to see, right? I see a lot of job alerts, quote unquote, from agencies where it's just like. Here are nursing jobs. Click a button. Then you have to go browse through a list of like a thousand openings or something like that. It's right? really custom how you made it. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, f but the setting was the big unlock in 2022. Yeah. And uh, I was super proud about that one. Yeah. The job alerts are so cool. Yeah. 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 And, and then the other one that was a brand new product that is I'm pretty sure, I mean, definitely since we launched it, the most popular product that's on the platform, but maybe, maybe overall ever, but is the pay comparison tool, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So we have the fair pay calculator, which allows you to break down a pay package into so, like, yeah. understand it. The goal of that one is you put in an actual pay package. It'll explain it to you and it will teach you how to negotiate yes. based on what you put in. So, so that's the point of that one. But that one was 2021 yeah, that, probably. That, yeah. That's our legacy product. We've had that for years, even before 2021. Mm -hmm. The pay comparison tool allows you to do a simple but hard and valuable step in the process, right? It allows you to take an offer you already have or a pay package in mind, right? And put it in there and be like, all right, I'm an OT. I have an offer for $18.75 per week for a home health job in Texas. How does that compare to other OT home health jobs in Texas? And so we have access to tens of thousands of jobs, historical and also in, in the moment too, right? And so what we're able to do is do all this calculation and say, how does that compare to the average in that area for your specialty and setting? So you can very quickly be like, oh, this job is actually 13% lower than the average for the area or setting, or it's 7% higher for the average and setting. And you may be like, cool, great. What do I do with that? Well, it's great for negotiations, right? And so then when you're like talking to a recruiter and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm getting underpaid, but I don't know how to ask for more money. Well, the answer is with data, right? And so what you can do is you can go to your recruiter and be like, hey, I actually did some research and based off the data I have from Nomadicare, this job looks like it's paying 12% lower than the average, or let's say something a little closer, you know, 5% lower than the average, right? What can we do so I can at least be up to that average, right? How can I get that increase, right? And we help you in the, in the pay comparison results. We go, hey, like here's some tips to kind of say like, um, hey, I'm gonna be a great traveler for you. I'm not gonna call out sick unnecessarily. Uh, I'm going to be one of the best people that you work with. Help me here. Like, give me the 5% bump. Yeah. Like, that's the average. This, this is like the market rate for this position. Let's see what you can do. They usually go back to their manager. And they go, hey, this person makes sense. <laughs> like, the average rate is 5% higher than what we're offering. Can we do anything with this? Uh, um, yeah, it gives them package? data, too. They could take that data back to the facility to increase the bill rate if that needs to happen. Or maybe they'll just take less profit. But it does Total. give you data to work off of. The other thing I just think I want to throw out there is bill rates are all different all the time. So it's the average of all these different things. And if the recruiter ends up being like, no, we can't, it's not always because the staffing agency is keeping too much. There's facilities out there that pay ridiculously low amounts yeah. of money. So it's also just a way for you to know I'm going to pass on this job. That facility is offering such a silly amount of money compared to all the other ones. Totally. So you might not be able to negotiate up to the amount, but it will make it very easy for you to be like, this is not a fair pay at yeah. all. And then, yeah. and then conversely, if you're like, hey, I feel like I'm getting underpaid on this job, you put it in there and you're like, oh, I'm actually getting paid 15% above the average of the area yeah. in the setting. Like, this is a pretty good offer. 
you should take it. Yeah, because <laughs> you know? a lot of times travelers compare their offer with just the top paying offer of the whole. Totally. Yeah. And so they'll be like, oh, I want to make that much. But really, this tool will let you see you're making more than the average of the area. Yeah. It might not be as much as that top paying one in the area, but it's still really good. And it's hard to know that, especially if you're on Facebook and all you see are only the top offers on yeah. job groups. And yeah. so like we have a really popular Facebook group called Travel Therapy Therapist, right? And so many posts in there are like, here's my offer. Is this fair or not? Like, is this good or not? Right. And so with that pay comparison tool is how to answer that question without just like people's opinion, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you should get paid more. It's like, no, like what does the data say? Right. Yeah. That's and what based I, on the area, because how much you get paid in one place is so different. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Right. And so it doesn't matter what somebody says in a Facebook comment, you're getting underpaid. You got to go to your recruiter, right? And be like, I don't know. Someone on Facebook said I was getting underpaid. Typically not going to work out. If you go then with data to be like, hey, here's data that supports my cause of why I should get paid more, usually helps you out a little bit more than just saying, I want more money. And it was so great. Right when we launched that, I remember someone came to us just like so serendipitous, right? It always happens like this. As soon as we launched it, someone came and same question. Hey, I got this pay package from X company and uh, I think it's low, right? Whatever. Like, how do I do this? And I go, cool, let's go use this pay comparison tool. So I took her over. We used the pay comparison tool. I think she was down like 7% or something like that, right? So it wasn't like crazy low, but it was low, right? Compared mm, to the average. Yeah. And so we like, we wrote out the script for her, exactly what I just said. And we sent it over. She got it, right? This is like a couple hundred dollars a week. Wow. Over a 13-week contract. We're talking thousands of dollars. Was just going to a tool on our website and clicking in a few buttons, right? Yeah. And, and giving she, you the words to use to get more money. I mean, like, yeah. how do you tell a traveler that? Be like, yeah, she just made thousands of dollars more because she just used this tool. It's super, super powerful, yeah. right? Like, that's why that pay comparison tool is so popular, right? <laughs> that's why it's one of our most popular products that we've launched ever and definitely the most popular one from 2022. So that's one yeah. I'm really proud of. And I can't wait to even build off of that. Yeah. Um, there's so many I know we're going to even do. do more with it this yeah. next year. And, and we're pumped about it. Yeah. And in 2022, we introduced pay comparison to the job results page. And so if you go to nomadicare.com slash jobs and you find one of your jobs, if you click view job, you can see that like it says it right there. It says pay comparison. This job at X amount per week is 12% higher than the average for this location and this specialty. Yeah. So we help you right away before you even apply. How does this compare to the average? And so what that does is it lowers the number of people applying the jobs, which you might go, why would you do that? Well, it increases the intent, right? So you apply to more jobs that you know you actually want and you don't get like bait and switch on a job and you go, actually, whoa, this is like a low paying job because now I'm seeing other offers that are higher. We tell you right away, like, hey, this is a good offer. You should apply to this job. Or like, hey, this is 12% lower than the average. If you really want this area, maybe that's something you consider or whatever. But we want to be as transparent as possible yeah. and give you all that data up front. Totally. Yeah. totally. And you also added some housing data on yeah. the job page in 2022. Yeah, yeah, very true. That was a fun one to do because it's so, housing is so important to the job, right? And Huge. so often, and I see this all the time on social media, I see it, people write us, you'll apply to the job, you'll interview, you get all excited, you're like, you're pumped, right? You're like, it's a good pay package. You're like, I'm so lucky. And then you're like, cool, I started in three weeks. And you're like, all right, I gotta go find housing. And you're like, oh, there's no furnished rentals in that area. Or, whoa, the average price <laughs> for it's a one so bedroom expensive. is like 2,700 a week or yeah. uh, a month. And so you're like, whoa, it, this may not even be economical for me to take this job. 
And so what we did is we we partnered with Furnish Finders, which is this it's a great website for finding furnish housing for yeah, healthcare travelers, they're right? Great, yeah. And they have access to literally tens of thousands of furnished rentals across the country. And so we have all this data too. And so what we're able to do is then summarize it. So instead of you scrolling through a bunch of listings and being like, do, 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 oh, it looks like this, we just go, hey, guess what? The average <laughs> rent for, I know if you're listening, you can't see my hand gestures and it sounds like I just made a fart noise, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's essentially like I'm, I'm saying like I'm condensing uh, the information <laughs> and I'm showing you the result, right? So when you go into a job, not only can you see like the details about the job, you can see the pay comparison and you can see the housing availability and costs. So we'll tell you on average how many furnished rentals, and we use one bedroom furnished rentals because that's the most common, but like how many one bedroom furnished rentals are typically available in this area and what's the average price and what's the percentage that are pet friendly? Because I know that's important to a lot of travelers as well, those traveling with pets. Yeah. We break it down right on there. So you can make a, like such a more educated decision, right? Yeah. When you're like, should I apply to this job? How does it compare to the pay to other areas? And what does housing look like? Do I even have a shot? Does, yeah. <laughs> does it say zero to five listings on average that are 2,500 a month? Well, housing's probably going to suck there, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just another factor to yeah. make a good decision. And, yeah. the, and the data is live, and so it changes. And so I always use the example of Aspen, Colorado, right? If you try to go to Aspen, Colorado in the winter, you're going to have zero furnished rentals, and they're going to be so incredibly expensive. It's almost unprofitable to take a job in that area during winter because you got ski season and all these like economic things that happen during winter in Aspen, Colorado. And so that data updates. So it's not just like static data. Like, you know, we update it literally once a week. Like, hey, what does the snapshot look right now? And so it's a great way for you to quickly know, hey, what does housing look like here? And we'll talk about more in the 2023 outlook, but we have more features and products coming to housing too. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, I think that was a little over 30 minutes and that was so exciting, but I wonder maybe we should do episode three to talk about what we're going to do for the outlook and what we plan on doing for next year. Perfect. Okay, let's do it. Well, thank you for watching episode two. Please subscribe. And um, this is on YouTube. It's on podcast, anywhere you listen to it. Yeah. And if you're on YouTube too, like it. That's a great way for people to see the show. And if you have any kind of questions and you want to be featured on the show too, you can always go to nomadicare.com slash show. And hell, if you even want a recruiter match, you can go to nomadicare.com get a match with a recruiter, search jobs, use these pay comparison tools that we're talking about. It's all there. It's all free. And it's just a a great resource. Tell a friend, get a tattoo, all the stuff. Yeah. Just basic stuff. Yeah. 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 We're not asking a lot. Yeah, totally. Name your baby nomadic. I mean, just (laughs) baby nomadic care. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. We'll see you on episode three and we'll talk about what to look forward to next year. See you guys. Nice to meet you. Hello. Never been here before, but I feel like I'm home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.